Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hey, look. It's a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and Tebow. Big husky kids. I hey, want seal. Yeah, you didn't even get close. <laughs> How'd that go again? One more time. Actually, people would pay money just to watch your mouth do that. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. Featuring Leanna Ray on traffic. How the f*** did I end up here? And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re-rocket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. Yeah, that's right. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Let's get more Wild Card every week, buddy. Yeah, there we go. You ready for this? It's Hard Nut Roll Wednesday. <laughs> Timmy came in with a bag of nut rolls. Salted nut rolls. Now, not the full size, because these are, this is like a Halloween candy type of bag with little mini nut rolls in it, the salted nut rolls. And they were rock hard. (laughs) Well, you had to work them in a little bit. Look, you just had to leave them in your mouth for a few minutes, and it was fine. It was all good. It's Wild Card Wednesday, which means lots of nonsense today, more than usual. You can tweet the program at manandbone971, ask us stupid questions, suggest topics. I have plenty. Should should we go? Yeah, whatever you want. Charles says, I'm going to an autograph session tonight for the Jackets. If I tell them how bad they suck, common man, will you bail me out of jail? (laughs) I don't think they'll throw you in jail for saying they suck, but just don't be, that's not... I wouldn't go to the players and tell them how much they suck because I'm quite Yarmo sure they know. Be there? Now, that's a different question. If Yarmo's there, you could tell him that he sucks. Okay. Because no one says that to him. But then I'm not making a trip to jail. I'm making a trip to the morgue. Oh, well, fair. Because he's going to kill you. <laughs> fair enough. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, I would not recommend doing that. I mean, whatever. Just don't go. If you don't, I mean, if you don't want their autographs, that's fine. I don't blame you. But last night, almost. The perfect deal. Almost. You showed up, you played, you're up for nothing. Mm-hmm. You give up that lead. Well, but how did that happen? Because Elvis suddenly had an injury, which is perfect, right? I mean, not that you want him oh. injured, but you can then say, He's oh, always, he was ill. Well, then not fine. Hurt, ill. But then you can say, we lost the lead because our goalie went out. And then who came in? I don't remember. What's his name? I don't even know his name. In excess. What's Michael that? Hutchinson, a.k.a. And Michael Hutchins. Which one is the NXS singer? And which Michael one? Hutchins. Oh, okay. So the goalie is Michael Hutchinson that yes. we have. Okay. Yes. And then how did he do? Bad. In, in fairness, whole team, bad. Mm. Penguins woke up, decided not to be bad. That was fine, except you got a point out of it. No points. 
No. Okay, look, you just blew a four-goal lead. So for the last minute of that game, everybody lay down and forget how to play hockey. Yeah. Let them score. You have nothing to prove. I wanted to give back that point last night. Totally agreed. I wish you could. I wish you could just forfeit your points. And actually, you know what? There would be teams that probably be doing that from day one. They'd say, I don't care how many we win. We don't even think we're good enough to make the playoffs. We just gave our points back now. Jackets are two points clear of the Blackhawks for <sighs> dead last. But they are dead last, which yes. is what we want. As they them, sit right now, yes, dead if last. If you're saying, why do you want dead last? It's not just about Connor Bedard. It's about the fact that you're guaranteed a top three spot. Yes. So then you're guaranteed one of the three prospects that are in this draft that are, everyone says it's those three and then everybody else. So and, we know and that, then the Russian guy. Yeah, but they even say with, but he can't come here till 2026 or some crazy thing like that. So you're going to draft him and then wait three years for him to show up? Let me tell you what's going to happen. What's going to happen? Jackets get the first pick. All right. Everybody's like they're printing the Connor Bedard jerseys. Pick. And then, and then Yarmo says, too easy. <laughs> and with the number one pick, he takes the Russian guy. No, not the... Well, did he, does he skips over Fantilli yes, or whatever, too? Skips, skips over Fantilli. Yeah. Skips him over. Yeah. We don't need any more Michigan people on this No, team. don't want that. And then who's the third guy who's also really good? They're uh, skipping him, too. I don't Will know. Levis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he played at Ohio it. State, he'd be the number one pick. Oh, Pete Prisco came through oh, today, shut didn't up he? with Pete Prisco. Pete Prisco came through today. No. You know, I got a Florio free show today. What is that? And I don't want his minion... Pete Prisco coming up on the show either. I hate him. Yeah, Pete Prisco. If you missed this. No, nah, be quiet. No, just tell people. He had a tweet where he said, if Will Levis played for Bama or Ohio State, he'd be the number one pick without a doubt. Slam dunk. And it's like, yeah, number one, wrong sport, jackass. Number two, if he was playing at Ohio State, that means he would have had to beat out someone as talented as C.J. Stroud for the job, which is what he could not do when he was at Penn State and couldn't beat out Sean Clifford. Which is why he went to Kentucky. So don't give me this crap about, oh, if he was at Ohio State. Yeah, if he was at Ohio State, he'd be a backup. That's what would have happened. What are you talking about? Idiot. You've given him too much attention today. Well, I'm done. We're back to Wild Card Wednesday. Anyway, here's what I was going to say. Yeah, sorry. So Yarmo, first pick in the draft, takes the Russian guy, Mm -hmm. whose name I have forgotten. Yarmo works out a deal with the KGB. And the, the KHL. KHL. And Putin probably, directly. You know what? Probably both is who you have to work that out with. Where to he be can fair. come over next year and play. Okay. Now they're saying this dude, just as talented, if not more talented than Conor Bedard, but there's restrictions there. So Yarmo works all those kinks out, gets on the hotline to Putin. Mm-hmm. Yarmo talks kinky with Putin. Is that well, what I you mean? They're neighbors, Finland, right. Russia. Do you want me to be right Yarmo calling? No, you Putin? don't. No, you don't have okay. to. I didn't know if they were waiting for that. Okay. So then, Russian guy, hockey player, is on the tarmac, getting ready to come to Columbus. Mm-hmm. Fanfare. Yeah. Jackets reporters have flown over to, to Russia, Russia. Yep. to witness this historic event. Getting on a plane, yeah. then the plane crashes. Of course. But he escapes from the plane crash. Okay, escapes from the plane like, crash. Oh my God! He's fi- no. There he is! Like Top Gun Maverick. He's just... I haven't seen it, but sure. He's still there. Sure, he's still there. He emerges from the rubble, and somehow he's unharmed. Mm -hmm. Just at that moment, the Russian version of Laurie Schmidt runs him over and kills him. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, (laughs) Dosvidaniev. No? 
Okay. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> That's German, you idiots. I'm sorry. That's Rothstein. <laughs> oh, I was just at the ballet. <laughs> Listening to Tchaikovsky. That's right. That's Ooh. big. Yeah, that's big. The Russian Next ballet. One. It's very, very well known. Oh, yes. Shostakovich. Anyway, uh, Quentin says, my guys, what's the craziest thing you've witnessed happen at a store? I'm a big fan of the people of Walmart. At a store? I mean, I've seen... Th- see, I, I remember seeing once at a... I think it probably was at a Walmart now that I remember this, where the there was like an adult riding a kid's bicycle, and he was just like... Singing the uh, uh, what's the one you always do for Darlington Nagby? What's that song? Eleanor, Eleanor Rigby. Rigby. Yeah, he was like singing Eleanor Rigby very loudly, just riding his bike down nice. the aisle. But I thought that's stupid. And then like an aisle or two over, there was like three other guys similar age and dressed similarly who were like, <laughs> and so it's just like they just they were just like they told him to do this. I got it. So it wasn't like I don't know. To me, that doesn't feel like real. Fun. Well, when I was a teenager, that's just like a guy being a douche. I worked at the local grocery store, and it was my turn to clean the bathrooms in the back. Okay, and so I went back there, and someone had smeared oh. poo oh. Oh. all yes. over the place. Yeah, stall door, walls of the bathroom, urinal. This couldn't have all come from one person. Right. This was some sort of mass pooping event. Hmm bunch of people there's no way this all came from one person so i went out and i told my manager i said hey this is what's in the bathroom and you know it's my day to clean the bathroom what should we do about this Mm -hmm. and he just looked at me and said well sucks to be you Mm -hmm. i said no sucks to be you i quit (laughs) that was my last day yep well that would be that would be it i can understand that totally uh what happened to my wild card i don't know what'd you do to it here it is uh cameron says what is your most painful sports memory either from your favorite teams or from your sports playing days i have one of those from my sports playing days i have plenty from my days of watching sports too clearly 98 michigan state game comes to mind plenty of other heartbreaking disappointments with all you know blue jackets teams just not getting it done crew teams not getting it done uh, I, there was a time in high school that I was forced to charge the mound. Forced? Well. Oh, someone made it so that you had no, no other reaction I mean, I, than first, that. First time up at bat, I got hit, and I was pissed off. Yeah. As as you are when you get hit by a pitch, because it hurts. Yes. Right? Right. So you go to first base, whatever. Second time I'm up, he hits me again. Mm. Same spot. And so now I go back to the dugout. And I'm running my mouth. Yeah. And I'm saying to, to my teammates, man, I tell you, if he hits me again, I'm going out there. Third time? Well, in my mind, it's like, well, he's not going to be out there sure. for the third time. I'm not going to have to deal with this. Right. Yeah. He's not going to hit me, number one. Number two, he's not going to still be pitching. They'll bring somebody else in. But if he's out there and he hits me again when yeah. I'm up there for the third time, it's on. Yeah. So I'm right. chirping, sure. chirping, chirping, acting like a big guy. Go up there. What happens? Hits you again. He's hits still me. out there. Hits still out there. Hits me. First pitch. Yep. I said to the catcher, his catcher, mm-hmm. I slammed the bat down. I said, I'm going out there. Yeah. Hoping that he would then get in your face, get in front of me yeah. and protect his pitcher. And he just said, go ahead. 
<laughs> and so I start like, walking towards him yeah. and gesturing loudly, mm-hmm. hoping that the umpire is going to come get me. Yeah. But the umpire's taking his sweet ass time oh, to yeah. get there. All of a sudden, the pitcher's off the mound, coming towards challenging you? me. I'm waiting for my guys to run out of the dugout. No They're one. taking their sweet ass time. <laughs> so what happened? Did you get Robin I, Ventura? I, no, I eventually got up there and started shoving him a little bit, and then we shoved each other, and then bench is cleared. Okay. And, so I didn't actually have to fight him. Good. I didn't want to. No, but you wanted to. You wanted to let him know. I mine is that we lost to our uh, rival in basketball my junior year in uh, double overtime, and it was a uh, homecoming game. And it was, I had buddies on that team who refused to watch that video to this day. You were also the homecoming king. Not that year. Oh, not that, that was, year. That was next year. I was oh, going to be the next that, year. That was, I it see. Was, it, was, it was not homecoming. It was prom. But. Whatever. Either way. You were the prom king. I was prom king. You were never homecoming I king? I didn't slum it in the homecoming court. I, I was, see. I've waited for the senior prom, I baby. That's when, that's when I dropped Very in. Teddy? That's when I dropped in. popular guy. Yep. That's right. All right. We'll talk about the Buckeyes. They are playing for their lives today. But you know what? The team they're playing, also playing for their lives today. And it's Wild Card Wednesday. Send us your stupidity. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Annie Hockhausen. Well, I don't like Facebook. I'm not quite sure why I'm here or what I'm doing. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, with the, no, no, I'm, and, and, and what I, what I was, and I don't know, but I, I. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Send in your wild card tweets at Man and Bone 971. We had to call an audible today on name dropping with Jeff Rimmer. He will join us at 434. Yep. Because we have a short show today because it's Buckeye basketball time starting at 530. Big Ten tournament against Wisconsin. Now, this could be it for the Buckeyes because I'm not breaking any news. They're not going anywhere after no. this. Nope. Uh, this could be it, too, for Wisconsin. I mean, they're, you know, Timmy said they're one of the final four teams out as of right now. They're 17 and 13. They desperately need to win this game. So, Buckeyes are playing for nothing except pride. Wisconsin is playing for everything. Yeah, I do feel like, uh, I don't know who that benefits more, but if you want to believe the Buckeyes have a good shot to win this game, which I know... They're favored to win this yeah, game. Right. Last the, time I checked, they're two and a half point favorites. The odds makers seem to feel that way. What I What I would add to that is, I could see the Buckeyes coming in basically saying... You know, these players know some of them won't be around next year. You know, either transfer portal or possibly NBA for one of them or whatever, just moving on to whatever other things are after this. But this is the time where I could see the players looking at each other and going, if we want to do anything special, now's the time. And special meaning 
let's go ruin some seasons of these teams that beat us. Yeah. Because everyone beat them in the Big Ten this year. Let's go get some revenge. Let's shut down a couple of these teams that have hopes of making an NCAA tournament. Let's do something to them after they've kind of helped shut us down this year. And I mean, that you know why Ohio State's not going to the tournament. It's not because of Wisconsin by themselves or anybody else. It's what the Buckeyes didn't do this year. But I could see the players using that motivation to say, this is our season. This is what we get to do now is play spoiler for all these other guys. And then who knows? If we're sitting here Friday, we will have to win a few more games. Then, then we'll start thinking about what's after that. But right now, I think it's just let's go to Wisconsin. Let's play Wisconsin in this game and let's shut them down and kick them out of the tournament. You know what I'm so tired of hearing, though? And you and I were talking about it with Rothman as we were switching shows today. Yeah. I don't know who's doing the game today for TV, but I guarantee you whoever's doing color is going to have the same playbook that all these color analysts have when they come in to do a Buckeye game. And that is Buckeyes have talent and the Buckeyes are well coached. Yeah. Well, if those two things are true, how come they've lost all these games? Right. That's it's, what I don't understand. At some point, you'd have to either acknowledge they're not as good as you thought they were or they're not as well coached as you but think they are. But nobody wants to say that. Everybody well, wants to talk about the, the talent that they have, and they have real talent on this team, and everybody wants to talk about how they're super well coached. How is that possible? I know I'm going to sound like I'm defending the play-by-play guys, but I'm, I'm really not. I, I'm, I'm not trying to do that. What I'm saying is their goals are different than, I think, a fan's goal. Certainly, you and you and I as commentators on sports than our goals my goal your goal is to tell you what's happening and to say this is what i see happening right the guys who come in to do play-by-play and then of course do the analysis of the play-by-play those guys are trying to tell you what's happening that day in that game and so anything beyond that doesn't register a lot of thought very rarely are you going to see a play-by-play guy who wants to dip his toe into controversy because usually that not not play-by-play but the analyst Nine times out of ten, either played college basketball or coached college basketball, and that guy says, well, I don't want to be like the masses who don't know how it is. I don't want to pile on. That's fine. They can do what they want to do. You and I know we watch this team a lot. Fans know they watch this team a lot. Everyone who watches college basketball and isn't in it to try to write stories or or interview all everybody or possibly someday be the biggest host on the biggest network, a lot of those guys... They just want to like be nice to everybody. But anyone who's watched this team for a long enough time knows Chris Holtman has not shown you enough as the coach at Ohio State to say, without a doubt, he's the right guy for the job. He may still be the right guy for the job, but it's not without doubts. There are very many doubts right now about his abilities as head coach going forward for this team. And if next year they do a similar thing in January or they don't make the tournament, then I you you can't ignore that. You can't just say, oh, he's still the right guy for the job. How long do you have to do that for? I mean, I, right now, I'm already at that point, but I think most people would join me if they don't end up making the tournament again next year. One of uh, the things I'd like to do when the season's officially over, and that could be today, so maybe we'll do it on tomorrow's show, is sort of a state of the program when it comes to college basketball. What each of us would do if we had the ultimate power to do it? Because we've complained a lot. We've talked about we need to have this conversation. Things need to change. But how quickly do you want things to change? Should they change this offseason? Should they wait a year? Has Chris Holtman earned another year to try and fix this? We will discuss all of that, what we would do specifically whenever the season ends. Now, if the Buckeyes win tonight, if they beat Wisconsin tonight, they will play tomorrow at 2.30. Mm -hmm. And is that Iowa tomorrow? 
I think that's right. Yes, yes, that's right. So if that happens, we'll come on at 5.30 probably when the coverage is over, say hello, and then go to sleep. Good. We won't have much of a show, but at yeah. least the Buckeyes will be playing tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, Angela from Angela's Cakes says, After watching Beauty and the Beast with our little one, the hubby and I were getting into a conversation about if we were cursed and had to turn into one of our most frequently used household or work objects, what object would you want to be turned into? Uh, very quick answer. I have a comment on Beauty and the Beast as well. Okay. Uh, quick answer for me, Dilda Rooney. <laughs> I want to be a dancing, talking, That's singing. That's a commonly used household How do you or know work what, what we do in my house? I don't. I'm okay. asking. You said it's a commonly used household right. or work Let's object. Let's just leave it at that. Fine. You want to play by play of how it's commonly used? No. All right. I was just wondering. Now, with Beauty and the Beast, it's one of the most screwed up stories in the world. Maybe second only to Phantom of the Opera. Okay. All right? Beauty and the Beast. Now, I know at the end of the movie, he turns into the dude. What's his name? Uh, Gaston? No. Is it right? No, Gaston's the bad guy. Yeah, he's the bad guy. That's the guy who... Right, like, I don't, I don't know yeah. what the Beast's name is. But then at the end, when true love happens and this curse is broken, he turns into the dude. But Belle didn't know that. Belle was fully prepared to spend the rest of her life with Animal Dong. She didn't know. Right. I don't I don't remember from Beauty and the Beast. It's been a while. Does she have any inkling that like something I mean she She sees, doesn't know. She's no, fully she sees prepared. A candlestick is talking to her. She's not like a little bit suspicious that maybe there's something weird going on here and maybe like she looked at it maybe as like a freedom fighting mission where she's like, I'm going in here to free all these people no, from the mystical no, no, no. spell. She had no idea. She had no idea that would happen. She was fully prepared to get intimate with animal dong. All right. Then it's if a that's, terrible movie. If that's, if that's what it you is, you shouldn't be showing your kids this movie, Angela. I mean, again, What's the matter with you. I just want to just to give the other side of that. The whole There's point no other is side of that. No, the point is. You love people for more than just the physical. It's what's inside that counts. You see beyond the beastly exterior Fine. and you see the yeah. inside, the heart of the man that was in there. You know, it's another what really saw. screwed up movie what's that, that deals with the same premise pretty much. Teen Wolf. Nobody paid attention to Michael J. Fox, scrawny guy. He becomes the wolf mm-hmm. and then all the girls want to get with him. Yeah. Why? Well, I want to be clear. He's a wolf guy. I think those two are very different movies, but you're right. That I I agree with you totally on Teen Wolf. That one makes even less sense. But the whole their idea was let's have a guy who's howling at the moon. Michael J. Fox is a hot actor. He's gonna play this like, you know, kid who's nothing, and then suddenly now everyone loves him. But it really was I mean, the basketball sequences alone are worth it for that movie. You gotta watch those. It's great. Uh, uh, we don't have time. Come on. Oh, I forgot. Sorry. That's Sorry. Yeah. More Wild Card Wednesday coming up. Plus, the Buckeye quarterbacks are speaking. You will hear from them. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find an accident on Cleveland Avenue near Ferris Road. Still working to get this clear. About a 15-minute backup. You'll also find stop-and-go delays on the west side of I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. This traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Over the last 50 years, Invisible Fence brand has protected over 3 million pets. Their certified branding leads to a 99% success rate, and they even offer a one-year money-back guarantee. Not only is your pet secure, so is your investment. Visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. Uh, so it is Wild Card Wednesday. If, uh, Mike, I've got one for you from Jordan Spieski, who says, if you died, what famous person would you want to raise your children? Could uh, be I, athlete, I wouldn't be able to make actor, that choice. billionaire, any of that. My wife would make that choice. All right, let's say. And let me tell you what she would say. Okay, God. She, I wouldn't even be dead. <laughs> yeah. She would just give the kid to Kate Winslet. Oh right! I'll tell you. She if if there was some sort of eBay auction, Kate Winslet's, you know, number two. Mm-hmm. It was in a jar or something. You could bid on it. She would bid on it. She loves everything Kate Winslet. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like I, you know, I I don't know who I would want to raise my kids off the top of my head because they're all very different. What about you know? me? Well, they said someone famous. I, I am mean, famous. Let's get real. <laughs> let's get real. Am I on the radio right you're now? Re- you're regionally known. Okay, that's different than famous. If I die today, uh-huh. do I lead the news tomorrow? I don't know. I know. I think I lead on ten TV. Even I, think I don't I, know if you lead. Come on now, <laughs> wheel my casket in. <laughs> we have an exclusive interview with Common Man. He's dead. That's, hey, you want a ratings pop? Just wheel that in front of the new desk. You'll get one. The nude? No, desk. new new desk. They got a new desk on ten TV. What about Adam Sandler? Seems like a solid guy. Well, you know what? Oh, I was how thinking. How are you, T-Bone? I was thinking. You know, I would want someone who could make my kids laugh. He would certainly be able to do that. He's funny enough. They would need to be cheered up, and he'd also have piles of money to leave to them after he dies. So that'd be good. Would you? You'd probably go with a woman though, because you have three girls. Yeah, I mean that's that's. A I good, mean, Adam Sandler's going to teach him. Oh, time to learn about tampons. I can't do Adam Sandler. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I think number one. Like, you know, dads can also have a hand in that. But sure, I understand well, I know what you're they saying. can have a hand in it, but... Yeah, I understand they, what you're saying. They don't have any experience with that. I know, right. Um, Let's talk about the menstrual cycle. I don't know who this voice <laughs> is either. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I actually... It would be... Uh, who is the woman? Uh, Marie... Uh, Osmond. Cond- no. Condoleezza well, Rice. No. <laughs> She's the woman who was tidying everybody up a few years ago, helping everybody clean. Oh, but they, but Marie said, Kondo like throws everything out, right? She said she's messy though now. Well, yeah, but she knows the principles at least to be able to I teach the see. kids to be like, hey, if it doesn't mean anything to you after six months, get rid of it. And then, you know, she could be like, no, I don't do this anymore because I have my own kids and I'm messy as hell. But at the time, I knew this was the right way. I'd say someone who could teach my kids how to keep their rooms clean. That'd be a good start. How about Mike Florio? No. What about you? You go first. Why don't you? That would actually be my threat. See, when I was a kid, my mom used to say, if you don't ship up, shape up. Ship up. Ship up and shape up. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to send you to military school. Oh. 
That's what I'll do to my kid. Right. If you don't watch it, I'm going to die, and you're going to go live at Mike Florio's house. <laughs> you're going to live what in West Virginia. What do you think Vir- about that? I, even more terrifying, you're going to live in West Virginia. Just Is that any- where Florio lives? Yeah. I didn't know. You didn't know that? No, I had no idea. Oh, yeah. He's he's big West Virginia guy. Okay. Don't ask me why, but he is. All right. uh, <laughs> Joe Burrow's burner says, if you could choose one sport to go to any of that sports events for the rest of your life for free, so you can go to whatever sport you pick... Any of the sporting events you want for free for the rest of your life. Uh, Joe Burner's what? That too. Joe Burrow's Burner says for them it would be a close one between F1 and the Bengals. Mm. I I mean, so you're just saying a team, not necessarily the NFL. But that's fine. You're saying, so it'd be either a team that you root for or maybe a particular sport like F1. I mean, I would pick baseball, but we don't, we have the Clippers here. Yeah. Right, but I mean, it, but that it just seems means, like a waste because well, I don't have a major league baseball. Anytime you want to travel, though, and there's a ball game you want to go to, you could go for free. I'd but probably just take the jackets. Baseball games are free. Right, anyway. Jackets time. I'll go and heckle. Jackets time is good. I'll do I, a chili chant even when not applicable. Mm. I, you know what though, that F one call is pretty good because you're traveling with that though. Well, sure, but that's the perk. It is. I'm well. I'm saying if you if all that was covered, I would definitely be in on F one. Because it's free trips all around the world, and you get to go to the event for free. But are you just among the commoners, or can you go in the paddock, sit I mean, on Daniel Ricardo's lap? I mean, if you're there all the time, you probably start making connections, you meet some people, and suddenly they're like, hey, why don't you come back to the paddock sometime? You're like, all right, sounds good, buddy. I'll be here next week, because this is all free. Is Martin Brundle or something walks up to you, like, yes. hey, it's T-Bone! Yeah. <laughs> no. Hello, T Hello, Dom DeLuise. Hello. Yes, how are you? Is Tell it, me why who you love here at the Formula One racing. Hello, yeah. is it Patrick Mahomes? Oh, Paolo Bancaro. Sorry. Whoops a doozy. Uh Kyle McCord talking to the media yesterday. Buckeyes started up spring ball. Of course they did. Hmm. Uh Kyle, Kyle McCord is competing for the starting quarterback job. Yep. He says this is the thing that he's best at. Uh, I don't know if I could put uh, a finger on it, to be honest. I think um, just being a competitor, I think, it is extremely important. And I think, you know, you look at last year, uh, we played some teams that gave us different looks, which require you to run different things. And then, you know, you're going to have a game like uh, Northwestern where you can't really throw the ball that much. And, you know, you have to compete in other ways, whether it's running the ball like CJ did last year. Um, so I don't know if I could really put a finger on it, but I would just say just competing I would be the biggest thing. Mm. Well, mm. all right, whatever. I've not really been inspired by a lot of speeches of late from quarterback. college athletes. That's okay. Yeah. Doesn't mean anything. Follow me into battle. <laughs> what was CJ getting you all fired up? Yeah. Come on. I do a lot of things great. I can't Actually, really tell you what I, you I do what? great, but it's everything. Hey, Kyle McCord, I don't care what you say. As long as you can throw the football, I don't really care. That's fine. Yeah, fine with me. Play some good quarterback. You know That's all I care do about. That either. That's fine. Ah, excited. Yeah, okay. All right. Go ahead. Give me another quote. Uh, what do you want? You want uh, what he learned from CJ? You want areas he has experience in now? Areas he has experience uh, in here now. Here is Cal McCord, what he's grown, the areas he's grown in. Whether it's you know leading the team, uh, whether it's um, you know how to manage the game, uh, you know how to prepare for a game, just things like that. And I think as well, just how to prepare for a practice. You know, obviously it's not going to be the same type of preparation for a game, but you know, there's definitely some preparation that that goes into a practice. Which you know, when you first get here, you know, you show up to high school practice, and you know, you don't really think too much about it. You might not even watch film on it. But now, going back, watching the film, and 
and refining. Uh, so just all things like that. He is somebody's voice twin, and I can't put my finger I on it. I was just thinking of that. I, he's some, and I can't. Someone here? Because I think it sounds a little bit like oh, Bodie. Oh, Bo- it is Bodie. Yeah, that's right. He sounds like he Bodie. He is Bodie's voice he twin. He sounds like Bodie. That is exactly right. I was just thinking that in my head. Do and we I, have a clip of Bodie? I don't think we do. Well, we just Bodie will be here at some point. That is just Bodie. have Bodie talk. We actually that's what we should start doing is have Kyle McCord quotes that Bodie reads and then we can hear <laughs> that, Bodie is, that say is a them. good call. That would drive me crazy. That is Bodie. Yeah. All right. Devin Brown also competing for a spot. Here is him talking about leadership. I think the team just has to believe in you. They got to feel your energy every day. They got to feel how you're playing. Obviously, you know, you got to be moving the ball. And I think the biggest thing is being a leader and being able to get guys going. And when guys are down, you got to bring them back up. And I think the team will surround whoever has the most energy and whoever is the biggest leader. See, I believe him. You do? Yes. I believe him. He sounds like Pat Mahomes. I was just going to say, because he talks a little quicker and he says a lot of his words, like real fast. It's fine. Like this. Like just said real fast. I'm just saying the words. Look at me. I know what I'm doing. Uh, here's, here's Devin Brown talking about what type of quarterback he is. I'm an athletic quarterback. Uh, obviously, I'm not the greatest athlete. I'm not no Justin Fields, but I think I'm an in-between a Justin Fields and a CJ Stroud in terms of my play. I feel like I can extend plays with my feet, um, make guys miss, but also I have the arm strength to make pretty much every throw on the field, and I believe that with my whole heart. I, there's not a throw on the field that I cannot make. I like how he said that... Uh I'm no Justin Fields, but C.J. Stroud, better yeah. than that dude. Well, I that think he was talking sucks. about that dude athleticism sucks. when it comes to escaping the pocket. I know, I'm just kidding. Who cares? Listen, be clear. When I, when any quarterback that they talk to, when any player they talk to at Ohio State speaks this year, I want you to understand, if we joke around with it, it is purely joking around. I cannot imagine the pressure these dudes are under at 18, 19, 20 years old. You stick 18 microphones in your face. Every member of the media in Columbus is sitting there going, uh, hey, Devin Brown, I just want to know real quick. Uh, this is the biggest thing you've ever wanted to do in your life. Your thoughts on why you should or should not do it. And uh, I'll hang up and listen. Thank you so much. And so, like, that guy has to answer those questions, which make no sense, a hundred times a day. I don't blame him if their answers don't make sense either, because half the questions don't make sense. Back you to you. Yeah. You done being their agent? Arrgh. I'm not going to tear them down because they were like, this question sucks, but I don't know how to tell that to yeah, you, so right. I'm going to say some BS for 30 seconds. Uh, the Buckeye quote, I already did that, did that one. Mm. We need to stop doing something. I'll tell you what coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Is it the show? I bet it's the show. All right, watch out for an accident on Cleveland Avenue near Ferris Road. Still working to get this clear out of the roadway. About a five-minute backup is expected. And more slowdowns on 670 westbound between Neal Avenue and Route 315. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. During Staples Teacher Palooza, teachers save big or you save. It's the perfect time to help your favorite teacher stock the classroom. Save 25% on classroom decor plus two-ounce bottles of Purell hand sanitizer are just 4 to 9 cents. In-store only, offer ends 311. Hurry to Staples today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. 
101010 uh, says, who is your favorite stand-up comedian, Mike? Or me? Um, uh, you answer. I don't care. I hate everybody. Um, I've, I've enjoyed Bill Burr over the years. He's gotten a lot of laughs out of me. I'm trying to think who else I like. Um, Who's the real, real angry guy? Bill Burr. I mean, he's real angry. A lot. Bald, redheaded guy? Yeah. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he's pretty That's good. who you're thinking. <laughs> you know who else I really like? Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt is one of yeah, my he's, all-time he's favorites. Okay. Patton's, right. Patton's great. And may he rest in peace, hilarious in his time. He is now since gone. Patrice O'Neill was one of the all-timers. But uh, yeah, those are all good. There's, I like I like most stand-up comedy. I'll watch pretty much anybody's stand-up comedy. I find it all to be very... I t- it takes tremendous talent to do that stuff. Did I love stand-up. you watch the uh, Chris Rock where he's talking about Will Smith? I saw the clip. I have not yeah. watched the whole thing. And I didn't realize this because if you see the clip, he kind of messes up the joke. It was live. They did it live. I didn't realize that until I later was like, why did they leave that in? Usually you would just... They do like... Usually when they tape a, tape a stand-up special, they'll do three or four of these sets over a night or two... And then they'll splice in the best reaction, the best delivery and reaction to the joke, crowd shots. They'll mix all yeah, that but together. You, you know, if that was the case, then people would say, who went to the show, here's what he said. Yeah, yeah. About, but About Will Smith. They wanted it to be right there in the moment. Yeah, I know. And that's that's fine. That was good that he did it that way. It was very, I thought it was a, that little clip that I saw looked very good. I would like to see the whole thing. Did you watch the whole thing? I have No, I, yeah. I watched nothing. I'll check it out. Is uh, it on QVC? I didn't see it. <laughs> He's smuggling right. drugs in his ace? I didn't see it. <laughs> Fine. Uh, Tim Hall's Meat Slap says, my guys, what has been your most epic? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Mine was from last night at McDonald's. I ordered a uh, chicken nugget kids happy meal mm-hmm. for my son and received four bags of food, nice. four double quarters plain, Three Big Macs with extra Mac sauce, six large fries, a 20-piece nugget, and then four (laughs) McDoubles plain. Oh, my God. I love how he just took it, too. Listen. You know he's only got a Happy Meal box coming to him, but he took every single one of those bags. I'm going to say that's actually not what's in the bag. That's just stealing. That's not stealing. Yes, it is. They handed it to you. If they hand it to you, that's not stealing. All right. They could hand you the pop machine out of the window. That's their decision. Hang on. If I go to the bank and I'm like, yeah, I'm here to pick up my uh, new checks because it's 1987, apparently, and I'm getting to pick them up at the bank. And they're like, sure. And they walked back with a bag of money. And we're like, this is what you wanted, right? Yes. Then that's Thank stealing. You. No, if you're like, not. no, you I gave it to me. I asked for checks. I didn't ask for this it bag of money. It is a word that starts with S, but it's stupid, not stealing. It's stupid on their part. It is stupid on their part. But now here's what I'm thinking, though. Imagine you're the person sitting there going, Wow. They, that guy just got four bags of food that look, oh man, he must have a big order too. Well, I guess they're making a lot of food tonight. And then you pull up and they're like, here's your Happy Meal, sir. When you, you say lose no, your mind? You say, I didn't order that. Go make me some food. Uh, it's McDonald's. It takes two seconds. I know, but I would lose my mind because that guy clearly knew. Sorry, Tim Hall's meat slap. I think you, I'm I think, with you, buddy. Teddy, am I completely off base they here? They handed say, it to him. Yeah, you could say that's wrong. That's not the order. You knew you didn't order four bags of food. All right, Teddy's the moral compass. Oh, Go ahead, You're Teddy. right, Bone. Bone okay. is right. Okay. But. Where's Leanna? It's, she's she's <laughs> sleazy enough to agree with me. <laughs> now, that said, I don't think you should. There's no, like, you should not be punished for that. I am just saying I would have probably just been like, I know that's not mine. You want to give that to the. I just had a kid's meal. And also your kid's probably like, where's my toy? 
<laughs> You're like, I got four bags of food. He's like, I wanted the toy. Uh, but either way. They've been uh, they've been skimping on the toy a little bit. Yeah, what did I get? You know, we, I, got, we got a book the we other got day. The book it's like, too, hey, the other you know, day. I, look, I love, my daughter loves to read. We read books all She's the time. She's got 19 million books, but when she goes and gets a Happy Meal, she has an expectation of a cheap plastic Chinese toy. Absolutely that's right. That's what she wants. Yeah. That's she like, doesn't want a book. That's like going to Chuck E. Cheese and instead of the ball pit, they have someone doing arithmetic. It's like, that's not, I mean, that's good. The kids need to learn to do math, but... Not here. This is Chuck E. Cheese. All right, we need to stop doing something. I'm reading an article today about how, you know, with the earth warming and permafrost melting, all that good stuff, uh, scientists are discovering viruses mm. in the permafrost that have been dormant. This, this one that I'm reading about right now, dormant for 45,000 years. <sighs> but things have melted. Scientists found this virus. What is that virus going to be? 45,000 years. But this guy's job, whose name I have forgotten, I don't care. He revives these viruses. Why? Well, I'm sure he would say, so we can learn from them. And so they won't infect us. But you know what else we could do? Now, this is just the arrogance of humans. If we learn from this, then we can control it. Or we could just keep it frozen. When you encounter one of these things, and it's like, wow, it's been 45,000 years, and it hasn't caused us trouble because it's frozen, then take it and freeze it. <laughs> Keep freezing it. Put it with Walt Disney's head. It'll never bother you again. I mean, I guess the logic, I'm trying to think of what the reasoning would be. If it is like, if this thing, if we ever thaw enough that this stuff gets into the water system and we start getting this virus again, I need to know, we didn't know how to fight it. We need to make a antivirus for it. You know, something like that. That's fine. But then I guess if it's going to, I don't know how much the earth would have to melt. The polar caps and all that would have to melt. Can is that one of those things where, like, Wisconsin's underwater, and now this is the problem? Like, like people are just picketing with signs like, No, woolly mammoth virus vaccine for me! <laughs> no! <laughs> By the way, there is a guy with a good stand-up, Ronnie Cheng, I think is his name, and he has a whole bit about this where, what amount of data would these people accept? Like, a peer-reviewed scientific journal it's like, oh, yeah, thanks for this. I was on LexisNexis cross-referencing this all weekend. It checks out. Thank you for forwarding it. No, there's nothing you can show these people to fix them. How much is UCLA and USC worth? I'll tell you. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. I got bronchitis. I want me some glory hope. Too hot! Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Teddy, can I have that mm -hmm. Jim Beheim cut that Timmy just played in the update? Yeah, we got to mm -hmm. hear that again. So Jim Beheim's ACC tournament came to an end today. And his Thank team God. is, they're not going to the tournament. No, they're not going to the tournament. They, yeah, this, was, this knocked them effectively out of everything. So they're done. I, I hate him. 
so much. Uh, can you play that clip for me? This is a reporter. Well, you'll hear it. Go ahead. Right now, that you're, you, you're going to retire. This is up to the university. You, you want to come back? I didn't say that. Uh, okay, but so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, but you're I not. I just saying- said it. I don't know. So you don't know. Okay. I said this is up to the university. No, it's not. Oh. You lying piece of crap. You decide what's going to happen. You make the call at Syracuse. Don't pass the buck to somebody else. You could have answered the question. So that this is the game that he plays. I can't stand this, dude. Why do people like this guy? No, you know what, though? Here's the thing. Five people at ESPN used to like him. Those five guys are doing blow off some hooker's ass right now. They're <laughs> gone. And so now everybody else has realized that this guy sucks. Yeah, I don't. Thank I don't, God. Good. It's time. Move on. No, but here's the thing, man. And I will say this. If it truly is, that's the last time we saw Jim Beheim on a basketball court as a head coach. The good news is we don't have to do the stupid retirement party like we did with Coach K, where we had to hear about him for a year plus about how much he means to the game. If this guy comes back next year and then says, by the way, I'll be done at the end of next year. This is my final year. You know everyone on the four-letter network and everywhere else will be going, Jim Beheim. What a what a pioneer for basketball. They're all going to do that. Oh, I can't. You know they will. No, it's going to be Billis and no one else. No, it Billis won't. Will they'll do all it. do this thing oh, where they'll talk no. about how much he meant to the no. game. And let me and tell you something. I forget know, how crotchety he's I been know, the last 20 I'm years. With you, I generally agree that Coach K was annoying, but Coach K is like the nicest person in the world compared to Jim Beheim. No, no, I get that. What I'm saying is guys like Coach K... What annoyed me with him, he earned, by the way, all the accolades, to be clear. More so, I feel like, than Jim Beheim ever did, but that's another discussion. But Coach K, the thing I didn't like with the way that all happened was like, why are you doing this for a little old me? I don't, I don't even know why this is happening. It's like, you, your school has the Coach K shirts printed for the final game. What are we talking about? Why is this? You asked for it to happen is why it's happening. Well, I don't know if he asked for the shirts. He runs. Make a shirt of me. Okay. Hello. If the shirts show up and Coach K is like, what the hell is this? It's not about me. It's about the team. He says, we're not wearing these. That's crap. I'm not doing this. I'm making love to my black labradoodle. I'm Coach K. He's he's a fan of dogs. I got a pup. Maybe they gave him a puppy. Oh, I forgot they gave him a puppy. In his retirement thing, they just gave him a puppy, which I would be pissed. You better clear that with me first. Yeah, that's a big commitment. That's a big thing. Maybe this guy's like, hey, man, finally I get to relax. Oh, I get to train a newborn puppy? Yeah, it's going to urinate all over the house that's and great. poo everywhere. You better clear that with me first. He probably snapped that dog's neck as soon as the thing was over. Or he was like, send it to one of my other nine houses where I don't live. I don't know why he became... <laughs> Dr. Evil, but whatever. I care. It was a difference. Yeah, stupid. We're doing bad Adam Sandler impersonations. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Uh, USC, UCLA, they are leaving the Pac-12. There is a report that says with them exiting the Pac-12, it will cost the Pac-12 $200 million plus per year Yeah, it will. with that their media sense. rights deal. Yeah. I, I don't doubt that. Do you? They don't no. have a media rights deal without USC I and UCLA. I understand that. They will, this is going to happen, and it will probably start happening this offseason. You will see Pac-12 schools leaving for the Big 12. Big schools won't do it yet, but some of the leftovers that are afraid they're going to be left over, they will jump to the Big 12. And then you will start to see 
I was going to say premier programs go. What are we well, talking I, about I know here? what you mean. Like the Oregon, Oregon and, and Washington. Washington. Yeah. That's they, pretty much it. And what they'll probably do is point and say, well, you can't expect us to stick around for this. Like Colorado, right? I assume would be going to the Big 12. Yes. That would make tons of sense. They were already there. They would go back there. Fine. So I could just see that happening in a few schools. Utah being another one. And then suddenly the other schools go, well, all right. If if they're leaving, what is left of this conference? We don't. We shouldn't be holding out to try to keep this thing together. So then I could see the Oregons and Washingtons looking at, let's say, Oregon State and Washington State and saying, we'll try to bring you to the Big Ten, but no guarantees. We got to do what we got to do. And you can't blame us if this breaks up because we tried to keep Pac-12 together. We did our little due and diligence. And it's not just the Pac-12. The ACC ADs are starting to make noise. Oh, yeah. You know, they're starting to talk about how this media landscape is not going to be sustainable. ACC yeah. teams. There is a scenario. I don't think it's a very likely scenario. I think when it all comes down to it, it'll be the Big Ten and the SEC. Those will be the two conferences everybody talks about. But there is a scenario, I think, where if the Big 12 is smart and quick, they could be the ones that sort of supersede the ACC. Interesting. They can start picking some of the ACC teams off, giving them sweetheart deals, and not wait around for the musical chairs to settle. Yeah, I mean, the Big 12 is a good sports conference other than football right now. I'm saying with Texas and Oklahoma leaving, they're just not that good of a football conference. Not that that necessarily is the only thing you look at, but no, and they know it, has, it has been for the media rights deals pretty much the big thing everyone looks at. So. Yep. Yeah, I'm not sure how that all plays out, but I, I do agree with you. The Big Ten and the SEC are clearly the two schools, or the two conferences that survive. I also do wonder this. Does the Big Ten ever consider just rechanging, like, not that they'll rename it, but your marketing for the Big Ten should be, we are the nation's conference. We are like America's conference. And then the SEC is for the South. So everybody who likes the South, go right ahead. Watch that. Everywhere else in the world, this is the conference for you. That's who we are. We're we're the big conference. They're what would, the you, would you change the name? Region. No, no, I said I wouldn't change the Big Ten. In part, you know why? Do you know what the Big Ten, when it became the Big Ten and not what it previously was? It was the Big Nine until Ohio State joined it. And then it became the Big Ten. And then we've never changed the name since. And I like that. So let's keep it the Big Ten because that basically means Ohio State is the team that changed this conference's name. It is Wild Card Wednesday. You can tweet us at manandbone971. Weird questions, topics, we're here for you. Uh, Jeremy says, if you're at a gas station, what is your dinner meal? You can do a Speedway meal or a Sheets meal or a Joe's random gas station in the middle of nowhere with the week old egg egg salad sandwich meal. This is more you. Well, I will tell you one that's become a good staple for me of late. Uh, The Friendship Kitchen, if you see one of those, they have a little pizza deal. Sometimes they have two for five. Their pizza's great. And then I couple that with one of their cookies, which are like a buck 89. Delicious. But uh, I'm a big fan of the sheet stuff, too. And I get a little burrito there that has chicken, steak, rice and beans, pico. What else do I get in there? A little hot sauce, a little cheese, obviously. Delicious. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, Notorious GMT says, I, too, have been identified by various algorithms as loving hot women playing guitar. Oh, on Instagram. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious, what are some of your favorite female-fronted bands? Hailstorm, The Pretty Reckless, and The Warning are all seminal bands in my regular rotation. 
Uh, well, female-fronted bands. I mean, I've said that my favorite singer of all time is Sarah McLaughlin. Okay. I can listen to yeah. Sarah McLaughlin sing the phone book, but I understand it's not what he's talking about in terms of bands. Right. Uh, I like Paramore. I like Evanescence. Paramore's really good. Um, I, uh, I know you hate No Doubt. <laughs> so I'm gonna bring, I don't, I'm gonna bring I don't, them up. I don't hate No Doubt. I liked No Doubt when they were a ska band, but then they became like whatever they are now, and I just, that's not my thing. However, if you did like No Doubt, old stuff, the Interrupters are still doing that. That's a female-fronted band. There's a band that I like called Dead Sarah. Oh, Dead Sarah, yes. Dead Sarah, yeah. They're good. Uh, the so I like a band that's actually, I think, coming to town this weekend, believe it or not. Uh, Soft Cult is the name of their band. It's two sisters from Canada. Soft Cell? No, Soft Cult. But they are uh, two sisters from Canada. I saw them play at Ace of Cups last year. Excellent. Really good live show. Um, so they're good. I feel like we're forgetting quite a few good bands. I'm sure, I'm sure we are. Oh, you know one that's not anywhere like some of those other bands we named, but Sixpence Done the Richer. Always yeah, enjoy that's it. That's nice. I always love Sixpence about, Done the Richer. What about Plum? Plum's great too. Love Plum. I have some soft sell if you want it. Oh, soft sell? Is, soft is, sell. What is that? Mm. Oh, Tainted love. Oh, it's this. Okay. I Spotify not, hates us today. Well, they do. They hate us every day, but you know what? Jimmy Crack Corn. Well, you walked that right to the post, my friend. Good job. Hey, everybody. Yeah, that was nice. Hey, everybody. It's uh, Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, Dustin, and I know this one probably I can answer more than you. He said, what are your thoughts on the MLS Apple TV coverage? Yeah, so ahead. far, I've really enjoyed it. I haven't watched it. Well, here's the thing Dustin said that I wanted to bring to your attention. He said, the picture alone is far superior to Bally's or any of the other stuff I've seen from the regional sports networks. Really hope Major League Baseball joins them, too, as their Friday game coverage last year was superb. Did you ever check in on any of those? I did. What did you think of it? Uh, I thought it was good. I mean, look, it's a, it's a streaming entity, which means they can stream in true 4K. Oh, it's brilliant, man. It looks so much better than some of these other networks I've watched. As long as they have the bandwidth to handle, you know, that was a problem with Amazon early on Yes, with the Thursday Night Football, is that I think they misjudged how many people are going to watch I mean, it. Even for a company like Amazon, they do this for other companies. Yeah. I think they even had problems with 14 million people logging in at once. If And you're not going to have that problem, obviously, with Major League Soccer and Major League Baseball. No. But that's the biggest issue. Picture quality is not going to be an issue. It's availability. How many eyeballs do you reach? And do these companies have the deep enough pockets to make the product look presentable? Yeah. I do like, too, the fact that Apple TV on the MLS broadcast, they only do it for the home team. So whatever game it is you're watching, you can listen to the home team radio, and it's synced up with the uh, with the video, which is fantastic. Like, if you don't Did they hear, have that for us last yeah, week? I was listening to Chris Doran, who, of course, you can hear on the fan. He does all the games for us, home or away. We're the home of the crew. But if you're watching it on Apple TV, if they're at home and you can't go to the game and you have Apple TV, that audio feed is synced up right along with the actual video, and it is a game changer, I think. Speaking of baseball, USA Today has come out with their win total projections for the season. Teddy, do you think the Reds are finishing in last place? In their division or in oh, all of baseball? <laughs> this is a Reds Divi fan. Division is fun. This is a Reds fan. Definitely. <laughs> I'll tell you if you're right. According to USA Today, coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Heavy stop and go delays out there on Cleveland Avenue, south of Ferris Road. A crash still causing heavy backups. Emergency crews on scene trying to get things cleaned up. You'll also find an accident on 11th Avenue at Summit Street. Traffic is slow here as well. About a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by The Tile Shop. The Tile Shop is your destination for ceramic, porcelain, and natural stone tile and luxury vinyl tile. Explore a wide range, unique looks, and exclusive designs for every style in any project with inventory available today. Visit the Columbus Tile Shop showroom to start loving the home you're in. On the NRA with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. T-Bone's going to sell you a truck. Well, man, you can get a truck. You can get an SUV. You can even find pre-owned vehicles. Whatever you're looking for, valleyfordofcolumbus.com is where you need to go. Just like my father-in-law did. Yep. Over the weekend, my father-in-law stopped in at Valley Ford of Columbus. I didn't even know this. He didn't tell me. He went over there. Well, that's test- weird. He t- Well... He's like that, though. He's just like an old school guy that's like, I don't want any special treatment. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to get whatever. I'm going to see what's going on. And he goes in and he had a great experience. He ended up uh, buying a Ford Edge for whatever it's worth. In fact, if you want to buy his old vehicle, it's now for sale there because they took it in on trade. But you can find used vehicles, pre-owned vehicles there. They go through them. And they check them out to make sure that they're in great shape before they put them back out on the lot. You can also, of course, find brand new Ford F-150s. Plenty on the lot. Ford Broncos. Plenty on the lot. I saw them myself. That's all there. I'm going back over there tonight to look at a few more cars because I'm picky and cheap, Mike, when it comes to buying vehicles. Picky and cheap. But that's all right. They'll work with you on that. And that's Valley Ford of Columbus. That's the Valley difference. ValleyFordofColumbus.com. Now, if you do buy T-Bone's father-in-law's old car... Yes. There is probably a government tracking device no, on it. Just, just so you know. He got all that uh, off of there. It's right. fine. It's USA good. Today has unleashed their win total predictions for the upcoming baseball season. They have the Yankees winning the East. They have Toronto with 92 wins, Tampa with 90 wins, then Boston under 500, Orioles under 500. Central, they have the Guardians winning the division at 89 and 73. Then it's Minnesota at 500, White Sox at 500. Then it's Tigers, Kansas City, nobody cares. West, Houston, 98 and 64. Then it's Seattle, 88 and 74. Angels, 500. Texas, under 500. Oakland, way under 500. They have Oakland projected at 58 up and 104 down. Hmm. National League, Atlanta wins the East, 98 and 64. Then it's the Mets, 95 and 67. Phillies, 92 and 70. At least on paper, it's a pretty damn good division. Yeah. Then it's Miami and Washington bad. They have Washington 57 up and 105 down. Uh, It's lean. Yeah. Lean times. Uh, NL West will end with the Central. Dodgers, 95 and 67. Padres, 95 and 67. Boy, they'd like that. Uh, Giants, 83 and 79. Then it's Arizona and Colorado. So the Central, National League Central. Cardinals are the winners, according to them. 
with 88 wins, 88 and 74. Milwaukee, 84 and 78. Cubs, 75 up, 87 down. Then, Teddy, what do you think? Mm, Reds? It's a push. Uh oh. They have the Reds and the Pirates with the exact same record. How about that? 64 and 98. Yeah. Teddy, if you had to put money down, you know, this team being on the positive end of 100 losses. 98 is the positive end. Would you say they live up to that? Or do you think this team loses 100 games? I think they'll live up to the uh, under 100. So, yeah, the 98 right. yeah, losses, that sounds about right. You're saying, Ted, you would you feel confident betting your team less than 100 losses? Yeah, ju- just less. You know what? He's not, he's not too confident. Right. That's what I'm saying is it's still something you have to actually consider. Whereas for most yes. functional organizations, you would say, well, they won't lose 100 games, but they'll still be bad. World Baseball Classic started up last night, as you do with lots of pomp and circumstance when you start an international competition. The first game was at 11 p.m., and it was Cuba and the Netherlands. I believe the Netherlands won, sort of an upset there. Uh, Team USA starts soon. Let me ask you a question, T-Bone. All right. Does Team USA have any games scheduled before 10 p.m. Eastern time? Well... The way you've asked that question tells me, no, they don't. No, they don't. <sighs> no, they Why? don't. Listen. Why not? They're, they're out west, so of course you'd start them at 10, or you could just play an earlier game out west am so I, that other people across the country can actually watch and care. Let me see if I'm guessing this right. Uh, is the World Baseball Classic, is the idea here, we want major league ball players to participate. A lot of those ball players, major and minor league players, are currently involved in camps. They're currently at spring training, so we want them to not be affected by... Like, are they playing their spring training? Like, there's games going no, on right not, now. No, they're not double dipping. Oh, they're not? They're not playing in a spring training game and then go playing for Team USA later that day. That's okay, not happening. So there's no reason that you couldn't play these games earlier, other than maybe there's not enough ball fields around to do it, but that's still There's plenty just of ball sucks. fields around to do it because they're playing in Major League Parks. Oh, yeah, that's... Okay. Then I don't know what the answer is. That makes no sense. There is sense. no answer. The answer is Major League Baseball is stupid. Yeah. Major League Baseball, and they, by the way, they run this. Yeah, that's This what is I'm not saying. some governing FIFA baseball body. Major League Baseball runs this. Their, their whole ideal with this is to get as many eyeballs on the global game of baseball as you possibly can. Team USA in this country, it's yeah. not like, the, oh, they got the draw in Japan. Well, then the time difference, what are you going to do? They are here in the USA. This is the the team that won it all last go-around, Team USA. I'm sure nobody even remembers, but they did. And so you can't watch them play anything unless it's after 10 o'clock Eastern time. all right. There's only one other reason for this then, and you're not going to like it. What? The logic that they are using, which I'm not saying is good logic. It's just I'm trying to figure out why they're doing this. They must value other time zones like Japan or something else. I don't know what this puts the games at in those time zones, but they must be looking at other time zones and saying, yeah, it's important memory, for these games to be there in these times. That would memory, be better for sir, us. Yeah, let me look at the schedule. Because I don't know. I don't I, know the Team answer. USA is not in the bracket with those types oh, okay. of teams. Okay. All right. So that doesn't fall. I that think doesn't Team go USA is with like the Dominican and Panama. I don't think Panama's okay. in it, but you know well, what I mean. So teams that would be roughly in the same time zone. Yes. Yeah, that does not make any sense. I don't understand it at all then. 
I, I tried to give some Don't. benefit of the doubt to whatever because it that's just stupid. It's wild card Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Nick says, have you ever considered doing a weekly segment with Leanna so she can air her grievances with you guys? Uh, yes, but I'd be concerned that she would swear all the time. That's actually what we're all hoping for, but also then Ted would have to hit the dump button and it might go bad. So I get it. Uh, Andrew says, what is your all time favorite call from a play by play guy? He said, I love Gus Johnson's Denzel Ward barbecue call, which is a good one. You got barbecue back there? Didn't call me? Hurt my feelings. That's great. All-time play-by-play call. Do you have something that pops in the memory? Uh, Yeah, I mean, there. well, there's like the, do you believe in miracles? Yeah, that's yes, the first I thing like I that one. Of, that one's really good. Is that really my favorite, though, or is that just because that's it's just so one iconic? I, that's one I know. I'm trying to think. I do like, I mean, the O2 National Championship where Paul Keels is calling it and he's calling the action as Dorsey's getting sacked or thrown to the ground by C. Grant and you hear Jimmy in the background just like, yeah, 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 like it's over. Yeah, well, yes. That's good. I like that I one like a that. lot. As but far as other are, iconic moments, probably Jack Buck and the I can't believe what I just saw. Yeah, when Kirk that's Gibson really good. gets the home run. He also had We'll See You Tomorrow Night. And then his son, Joe, who you hate. I don't. Recreated that with David Freeze and the Cardinals. Yes, that's right. And we'll see you tomorrow night. Yeah. The uh, I'll tell you one that I like that's a little off the board. It's a NASCAR one. Uh, so Dale Jarrett was a driver who was very good. And he was driving. And his dad, Ned, who was one of the early NASCAR drivers, he was like 100 when his son was driving. Dale Jarrett would also smash you over the head with a guitar. No, that's Jeff Jarrett. Dale Jarrett, though. Dad, Ned Jarrett. These guys are both Hall of Famers, but at the time, Dale Jarrett had not won the Daytona 500. Ned Jarrett is calling the race for CBS, and he's like sitting there talking, and they cut to Dale Jarrett's uh, mom, Ned's wife, who sits in a van during the races because she can't watch. She gets too nervous, so they cut to her, and he was like, it's all right, Mom, and he's good. He's going to win the Daytona 500, and he's like, he's all excited, and it's his kid, and it's just a cool moment. I really enjoyed that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer, the early edition, coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find traffic is delayed on 670 westbound between I-71 and Neal Avenue. Plan about a five-minute backup. More heavy slowdowns on the west side of I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315 and Route 315 southbound between Kinnear Road and 670. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by The Tile Shop. The Tile Shop is your destination for tile, natural stone, LVT, and exclusive designer collaborations. And now you can save up to 75% off clearance tiles. Visit tileshop.com or your local Columbus Tile Shop showroom today to start your project. Don't wait. These deals won't last. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common Man and T-Bones. Name drop with the 
biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Byers Imports, Hamilton Road by the airport. Every single Wednesday, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rims. Good afternoon, guys. You had to wake me up here to get me on at 4.30 an hour earlier. Are you normally sleeping at this time? Well, you know, sometimes I like to take a nap, but I'm kidding. No, I've been up waiting your call with great anticipation. Rims, I actually do have a question about that before we get into all the hockey talk that we're going to do for the next 17 minutes. The uh, the schedule for Jeff Rimmer, broadcast extraordinaire, on a game day, because there's morning skate, there's all these other things you're doing. What's your typical schedule look like for, let's say, a home game starting off at 7? What's your, what's your day look like? Well, I'm on the computer in the morning for a good hour. Uh, it actually starts the night before. I'm a, I, Either I'm watching a team's previous game or I'm watching their game that they're playing on a back-to-back the night before they play the Blue Jackets, and I'll be making some notes. Then we're on the computer. Bar, <laughs> you're on the computer. It starts the night before. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm then, on my OnlyFans uh, account with Cinnamon. Go ahead. I just want to make this as brief as possible. Go, yeah, go, yeah we, got, we really got to get to all the action. We got to get to all the <laughs> hockey blowing four goal lead action. <laughs> Plus, uh, the fact of the matter is, uh, between the morning skate, talking to the coaches, talking to the players, coming home, having lunch, uh, maybe a nap, depending on what's going on for a quick 20 minutes or half an hour, showering, shaving, heading back to the arena, having a quick meal in the press meal, in the press room, and then I head back to the booth uh, for some more work, a rehearsal, and then ultimately the game. Well, when, first of all, you didn't talk about your coffees at Buyers Imports by the airport. You also didn't talk about killing the prostitutes that I know you're famous for. <laughs> you <laughs> skipped all over that. Well, as far as Buyers Imports by the airport, very rarely do I go there on a game day. In fact, being out of town for uh, the game last night in Pittsburgh, I haven't had a chance to get to Buyers Imports by the airport this week, but I guarantee you either tomorrow or Friday with the next game not till Saturday against St. Louis, I will certainly drop by, see Kevin, check out the collection, check out all the new cars and inventory. So, yeah, I'll be there here in the next 24 to 48 hours. All right, Jackets last night, they lost 5-4 in overtime in Pittsburgh. They were up in that game 4 to nothing. Elvis had to leave after the first. Uh, have you had any info Bizarre. on him? Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. Uh, Coach Larson said he bowed out, and I think he was being generous to him. Uh, in fact, if you were watching the telecast last night, Joey and I, Jody and I were kind of perplexed there because he had played so well in the first period. He, by the way, he's never beaten the, the Penguins either in Pittsburgh or here. And uh, I thought he played exceptionally well in that first period. He controlled his rebounds. But for whatever reason, he, uh, we were told came up ill but Jody and I were wondering why if he was ill was he sitting on the bench for fear that he might get the other players ill if in fact that was uh, the case but there he was finished the game flew home with us last night and I was at practice today at noon so go figure it out so you you are reporting that Elvis faked it 
last night. No, he's no, not. He's advanced. Mike, let's come on. He's I mean, advancing I'm, I'm just, a conspiracy theory. I'm just trying That's to read between. I mean, you're not wrong, Rims. I did think it was odd that he was sitting on the bench, but and then he was at practice today. So, yeah, what could have been the issue? Oh, um, maybe it was like vertigo family. or something. Rims, you could get vertigo. That's not contagious, but it might make you have a well, difficult time. I had vertigo. <laughs> By the way. Uh, by the way, if and I think that uh, Brad Larson was being kind to Elvis with him basically bowing out. If it would have been John Tortorella in uh, or uh, Daryl Sutter, it might have been uh, a little stronger. What comes to mind, I'm going to clean it up here. Earlier on this season, uh, one of the Calgary goaltenders uh, needed to go to the bathroom. And I'm making it as clean as possible. And... The media kept asking repeatedly. He wasn't really going to say anything, and then finally, you can figure out what he said, and it wasn't very uh, it wasn't very pleasant. So Elvis had to take a dump. This is. I mean, I'm just try, I'm trying to figure this out. And it was, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's be clear. If you have intestinal distress and then you can't get all the stuff back on quick enough to get out there, they can't stop the game for that. And it's right. not like a playoff game or anything where maybe adrenaline takes over and you just hold it. So jackets aren't going anywhere this year. They just had to make a decision. I think the decision would have been for me, if I miss a game because I have to poo, I stay in the locker room the rest of the game. We call the e-bug out or something. That's what we do, I think, right? You can't right, but you can't right, do right. that. You can't well, do that in the middle of the game though, right? Rims can't get an e-bug in well, there. Well, I, let me tell you, that's a great point because they had an emergency goaltender standing by and he happens to run the practice rink for the Penguins and he was standing by. He can't sit on the bench, but he was waiting in the dressing room in the event that there was a problem with Michael Hutchinson. Uh, name dropping with Jeff Rimmer here on The Fan. I remember, I remember when you were hosting the uh, Ken Hitchcock show. It was, uh, I think... Yes. I don't think I was hosting with you at that point. I think you had moved on to just doing it yourself. But, you know, you were you had called Hitch on speakerphone right next to me to inquire whether he was going to come into the studio or do the show on the phone. And you kept urging right. him to come in. He eventually said, no, I'm not going to. And you got mad at him and said, why don't you come in? It sounds better when you're here. And then he just started screaming at you that he couldn't stop crapping and get off the toilet. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Am I making that up or did that happen? Uh, no, uh, hey, I'm going to tell the truth. You're 100% right. All right. <laughs> By the way, Colin, one of our listeners, just tweeted and said, food poisoning? Question mark. So, I mean, like, Rims, did you take him out for a Pittsburgh steak in Pittsburgh and then this is what happens? Did he get sick on the Pittsburgh steak? Is that what, it, is that what this it, was? Yeah, I took him to what is it, pre Montes or whatever. I've never been there. Whatever. Pre-Monty and Antimonty, the after Monty period of society. Yes. No, Permani Brothers, where they put the fries on the by sandwich. The way, by the way, I got a great quick story to tell you. Another quick story. Well, we only have a minute so, left, so go ahead, make it quick. So we get to Pittsburgh. We get to Pittsburgh, and uh, it was a beautiful afternoon Monday. And uh, we're right downtown at the hotel, and I went to the square where that uh, Premontes is and several other establishments. And unbeknownst to me, after visiting a menswear, I, uh, I lost my phone. 
and I can't be separated from my telephone, as you guys know. And I, I mean, I, I looked everywhere. I walked through uh, the market. I walked uh, back to uh, the menswear, checking out their sale, etc. Couldn't find it. We kept repeatedly calling my phone. And finally, on the sixth phone call, about an hour later, a uh, Pittsburgh policeman answered and said someone, some woman, had turned it in to uh, the precinct, the local precinct, which happened to be right next door to the hotel. So fortunately, I was able to recover my phone. I didn't even know that. I'll I'd tell you, man, that is a, it's a good thing that prostitute got arrested. <laughs> That's a good thing. So you could get your phone back. At least you kept someone out of jail, Rims. That's nice. Because yeah, then she used that to like, help with getting out of jail. So that's nice. She did a good deed. They let her out early. Nice. All right, Rims. What else we you have? Nothing? Even, we haven't even got the name dropping here. I thought we just we did. The, name dropping. the cop who found Sorry, your phone. You dropped, yeah. right, very quickly. Come on. Let's go. Well, uh, I'm trying to get a little more in, info and insight into this whole Connor Bedard thing. So uh, the other night, I went out for dinner after uh, visiting with some foundation uh, folks that won a trip to uh, Pittsburgh with us. And uh, my good friend, the former first captain of the Columbus Blue Jackets, Lyle Odeline and I and Jody and several others had a drink at a local uh, establishment there. And uh, so we started talking, Lyle and I, and one of our favorite hockey people is Rick Dudley, longtime NHL general manager, scout, coach, you call it. He's done it all. And I called Rick, who uh, is, is on the road 365 days a year scouting. I said, tell me about Bedard. And uh, he said, he is the real deal. He is exceptionally the real deal. And I think that uh, if the Blue Jackets were able to get him, okay. uh, so they've got a generational talent. Here, here's your intel that you got. Connor Bedard is good. <laughs> no, no. But you want to get different people's opinions. All right. Okay. You want... Uh, Right? Yes. And and I I heard um, you gentlemen talking early about the Russian kid. They say that that Russian kid, who unfortunately, as you pointed out, and I was impressed with your hockey uh, knowledge in this case, they say he could be an equal to uh, Bedard. He is that good, but he is already signed to the KHL and won't be able to play until 25-26. Okay. Thanks, Rims. uh, We'll talk to you next week. That'll certainly uh, Thanks, perhaps deter a number of teams. Thanks, Rims. No, thank you. Thank you. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fi- Fan Guest Hotline. <laughs> <laughs> on campus, coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A serious accident to watch out for. You'll find an overturned vehicle blocking the right lane of the I-71 northbound ramp to 670 westbound, also blocking the end of the Jack Gibbs ramp to westbound 670. Please be very careful over here. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but traffic is stop and go, and it still continues to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Hiring heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed whose resumes match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit only an array with fan traffic every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a u.s-based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts fraudulent loans or other losses from identity theft alone all backed by the lifelock million dollar protection package 
Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. Back to Man and Bone. Uh, we're out here early today because Buckeye basketball is in the Big Ten tournament. They play Wisconsin. Coverage starts at 5.30. Now, the clocks change this weekend, but if yes. you... So that's why if you heard the last segment, you're like, is it 5.30 already? What happened? No, it's not. That's Rimmer early because we're out early. That's why we did that. Yeah. So Rimmer breaking some news that Elvis had to take a crap. <laughs> Apparently well. could not put his... Stuff on in time. He's no Roberto Luongo. You remember hearing that story, right? Yeah. Roberto Luongo, apparently his daily routine for playing in the NHL, longtime goaltender, said that he would go, he would crap like five times before the game. Like he would get up in the morning, have a movement, have lunch, have another movement. Then they said he would do one before he put all his stuff on and then he'd go out and warm up. Then he'd come back in, in between the warm-up and the pregame thing they would do. He'd do another one in the pads. I don't even know how you fit in the stall with that on. Now, this is not healthy. I do not recommend this. I forget which pitcher this was. It was a starting pitcher where he used to, every single time before he started a game, make himself throw up. No, no, no. Ah. He said he liked the endorphins from throwing up. You get endorphins from throwing up? Yeah, that's the problem sometimes it gives you, you sort do? of a euphoric feeling but just go run if you want that and, well there's i don't saying. want to get into the whole psychology of eating disorders it. with I, you well but, yeah if i didn't know are you saying you had an eating disorder no, or i'm saying that he psychologically he thought it helped him because it got oh, him okay. ready to go for the game and it emptied his stomach so he knew he wouldn't have a problem during the game that's yeah well but you know what there probably is some kind of eating disorder to that with him i'm saying i know bulimia and all that is a real thing and obviously take that seriously but yeah i, I didn't know there was a pitcher that used to do that so luongo crapped five times mm-hmm. elvis had to crap during the game well i'm saying if you get in there by the time you get all the pads off and i mean if you i guess you leave them on but how do you get i just don't know how the goalie equipment works enough to know what you have to take off to get the pants I think down there should be a little trap door on right, like the back a, of like that. a uh, like on like old timey pajamas, yes. long so you like can long just johns. Have somebody unbutton you and you sit down and yeah. I don't know what that wiper. I don't know what that is called, but I call it the flapjack. <laughs> when you see that little flap, yeah, I'm I just like, like that that's too. the flapjack. You just open that up and evacuate. All right, on campus. Common man and T bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by Weedy Wonder. Stay wonderfully weird. Well, man, uh, former Texas coach Chris Beard, you know, the guy who had a domestic violence call oh, on him. See, that's been dropped now. Well, his, okay, uh, so he's an angel and they want someone wants to hire him again. Yeah, his fiance, Randy True, called 911 early hours of December 12th. She alleged that Beard had strangled her, scratched and bit her. Officers, again, I guess they're in on it too. They observed visible signs of distress on her person and documented that in the police report. She withdrew some of her allegations 11 days later on December 23rd and stated she was the initiator yeah, of the incident. For it, so, what so do you do? If she started it, then yeah. he's allowed to do whatever he wants, and that's fine. Well, anyway, he got fired from Texas, rightfully so, because of these allegations. Well, it doesn't matter. Now, Ole Miss is like, we want to be good at the basketball, though. So, Chris Beard is apparently a leading candidate to take over at Ole Let Miss. Let him live. They oh, deserve by, each other. By the way, totally unrelated to what I just said. 
Happy International Women's Day, everybody. Remember, there's no need for that holiday because women always get listened to and there's never a problem, right? Or powerful men get away with crap all the time. I did get listened to. Yeah. I said it was my fault. Right. There you go. I would have punched me in the face, too. Yeah. I'm just pointing out that this idea that, like, Chris Beard and guys like that don't end up getting away with stuff. They do. He didn't get canceled. He's not. He's getting uncanceled right now. So his cancellation is lasting about three months, and then he'll be right back in a multi-million dollar basketball job. You're welcome. Anyway, Jalen Clark, he is one of the top guards for UCLA. He is out for the season after hurting his Achilles as the Bruins have lost now one of their best defenders. This was in the win over Arizona on Saturday. He hurt his Achilles, came out of the game, CBS Sports Matt Norlander now confirming that he's going to be out for the rest of the year with this injury. He was averaging 13.6 rebounds, 2.6 steals per game. But this is a team looking for a number one seed. They are obviously very talented. They've had a great year. That's a big-time loss for them. So if you are looking at brackets when those come out after this weekend, just keep in mind with UCLA, one of their best defenders is going to miss this tournament, and that's no good. I was speaking of women, International Women's Day, some positive news. I was looking at the NCAA basketball bracketology. If you didn't see this, uh, they are kind of, you know, like everybody is with the men's side. They do it for the women's side, too. Who are the number one seeds? No doubt on this, South Carolina is going to get the overall number one seed. They're 32-0. and 0. Indiana also probably going to get a number one seed. Stanford and Iowa possibly sneaking in as the top four seeds there. Buckeye women's team projected right now, along with LSU, Notre Dame, and Duke, to be the... For, to be a three seed, rather, not a four seed. So that would mean uh, pretty good things there if they can get a three seed. Either way, they are going to host uh, two tourney games here, so that'll be very good for the women's team. And college football, attendance rose in 2022 with the largest year-over-year increase since 1982. Pretty big deal there. Hello? Oh, hello. Yeah, I was going to say, nah, never mind. Anyway, Who cares? Anyway. I have a wild story to share about baseball players dropping dead. Details net. Feel good. Come on back. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Heavy slowdowns on the roads right now. Cleveland Avenue, south of Ferris Road. A serious accident still causing stop-and-go delays. Emergency crews are on scene in that area. You'll also find emergency crews on 71 northbound at 670. An overturned vehicle blocking the right lane of the northbound ramp to westbound 670. Please be careful here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With affordable statement and coverage, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Terms apply. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. On the NRA with fans traffic every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a u.s-based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts fraudulent loans or other losses from identity theft alone all backed by the lifelock million dollar protection package Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Bone? Yes, man. Did you know that sports gambling is legal in the state of Ohio? Uh, Did you know it? I did know that. Yes, and the place to do it is the place where we do it, Barstool Sportsbook. Download the app now. 
They have lots of great specials to entice you. You can also gamble in person, if you choose, at Hollywood Casino Columbus. The new Barstool Sportsbook is open and beautiful. Do it now. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Um, This is such a bizarre one, but I had to read it. Uh, Minister Marlon Lee Whitmer (laughs) says, Game time. F. Mary Kill. Here are the three candidates. Let's go. Prime Betty White. Prime Betty White. All right. Jordan Space Jam Lola Bunny and RuPaul. All right. Number one, me and Betty White are going to F. Number two, Lola Bunny is a cartoon, so that's the kill. And I'm marrying RuPaul. I think I'd get along well with RuPaul. RuPaul's great. Sure. So I'll, I'll live with RuPaul the rest of my life. I'd, that'd be awesome. I get some fashion tips. Tips? Yeah, that's awesome. Let's go for that. <laughs> Joseph says, now this is going back to, we had someone earlier say, what's in the bag? What's in the bag? Said that they would, like, they, they took, this guy took a Happy Meal, or he ordered a Happy Meal and got four bags of food from the drive-thru and just Didn't said. Didn't say anything. And just took, took the four bags. And yes. I said, I don't know if I think that's right. You said that's perfectly fine. They handed it to him. You're right. To me, that's acceptable. Well, here's why I'm saying you're right, because Joseph has weighed in. Joseph says, I work in management for a large fast food chain in Columbus. I coach my team that once a bag goes out the window, no take backs. We would remake the food for the next customer anyway, so take it anyway. That was our bad. And you know what? That that actually changes my opinion of the whole situation. Because I know this, if all that food went into someone's car and then it got handed back out, I would be worried. Who knows? Maybe the person stuck their hand in the bag and just went right, like so that. I, I want to point something out. You're right. And I say this to my wife all the time. I will say something to my wife. And then she will argue with me about it. Uh-huh. A couple days later, she'll talk to some rando person and then change her mind. Yeah. Me and you have been partners for over a decade. Yep, that's right. I say something to you and you dismiss me quickly. Mm-hmm. Guy you've never met before yes. sends you a tweet and now you're all in on it. No, because your answer was like, bah, 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 bah. I'm and sorry. Did you guy- ultimately arrive at the same conclusion? Yes. Then who cares how we got there? Because you didn't give me the logic. If you had said, hey, Bone. Once they take the food out of the restaurant, do you want it? If you're the next car, I would say, oh, yeah, you're right. That's a solid point, Mike. I agree you would with not your have argument. Said that. Yes, you I liar. Would. Yes, what I would. What a liar you are. No, but this makes sense. All right. Good job, Joseph. Thank you for changing my mind with sound logic. Unlike my partner I work with every day, who just goes, bah! Uh Let's see. Dale says, what would you do if you found out you had seven years left to live? I'd very- say, oh, I got seven whole years? I assume I have less than that now. Right. Uh, he said, would you take unnecessary risks living life to the fullest, or would you kick up your feet and wait for the end? Would you do anything in particular? But here's the thing with me. See, seven years just is weird in general, because it's a it's not like tomorrow or this week, and it's not 20 years from now. It's a very weird, specific live, number there. I live a very boring life, but it's the life that I choose to live. Like, there's nothing else that I'd want to do. Okay, so that's, I would that's just, interesting. I would continue to be me. Well, what this I, is what I want to do. I get what he's saying, though. Like, there are people who live a very boring life because they say, well, eventually when I, you know, 
we're we're saving up money now, but when I retire, then I'll I'll do some more things. You're not that person, no. but some people no. would. This right? is going to be retirement for me. What I'm saying Sitting is on like, my ass and ranting and raving about insignificant things. Like I know there are people who say, "Well, when I retire, then I'll take up whittling or whatever, whatever like hobby they've wanted to do." But they're like, "I don't have time for that now." If you knew you had seven years left, you'd be like, "Well, I better get to cracking. Better start doing whatever I want to yeah, do." No, I'm not doing. You're that. already doing that, so yeah. that's good. You know what? You're in a better place than most people. If you are doing that, truly and honestly, uh, I would definitely be going like scuba diving. I would do everything. I would be like, let's just, let's do all these things I've wanted to do. Well, you've pretty much turned into a park ranger now. That's what I'm saying. You've got complete strangers coming up to you at Metro Parks asking you questions about nature. This happened the other day because I I saw there was, I put these out on Twitter and Instagram. You could find me on either one, at Degenerate T-Bone. And I put pictures because I'm, I'm walking through Glacier Ridge Metro Park, nice park up there on the north side of town. And I, I see what looks like the remnants of either a squirrel or a rabbit. I think it probably was a rabbit, but it was gross. I mean, it's just innards and it's nature fur. bone. It is. It's nature. It's what Circle happened. Life. And I'm sitting there going, wow, I wonder what did that. It was right by the path, right near a parking lot. And so then I look up in a tree about, I don't know, 50 feet away tiny little tree not a big one jeff rimmer is perched up there <laughs> no, naked as a jaybird looking hungry <laughs> no but it was a red-tailed hawk just sitting there red-tailed hawks are one of the most common birds in this area raptors you see them all the time if you see a big hawk looking bird nine times out of ten around here it's it's one of these it's a red-tailed hawk but i saw this guy or gal sitting up there and i'm like oh that's that's what did that clearly and we just sitting there watching it Probably got spooked by me getting out of my car. I didn't see him. And so then he's just waiting for me to move. So I snapped a couple quick pictures, stood there for two hours. No, I did take a couple pictures and then I moved on. But as I'm walking away, a lady came up to me and I said, she had a little dog. And I said, careful with your dog. There's a big old hawk right there. Looks like he's about to eat something or is eating something. And she goes, oh, she goes, what kind of hawk is it? I'm like, I think it's a red-tailed hawk. Man, I can't live around. Then I suddenly adopted park ranger bone for a second and became that guy. And then she's asking me more questions, and I try to give her the best answers I ask. Just make it up. She doesn't know. I should have told her it was a sharp-shinned hawk. That would have been really exactly. Then she goes home and Google's sharp-shin. It's a real thing. But they uh, they I don't know you, that they don't they don't have feathers covering their legs. That's why they're sharp shins. Anyway, I saw a woodpecker this morning, so yeah, I got a lot of. Going I would have on. told that woman. I would have said, "Now these red-tailed hawks, they're famous for something called iglooing." I'd like you to go home. <laughs> Please Google. And Google. <laughs> Tell your friends. Iglooing. Yeah, that's right. I have a story for you. Oh, go ahead. As feel good story, a stunning investigation by the Philadelphia Inquirer connects the AstroTurf at Veterans Stadium, the Philadelphia Phillies' former home, and the deaths of six retired Major League Baseball players. Tug McGraw, Darren Dalton, John Vukovic, John Oates, Ken Brett, David West, all played for the Phillies and died of the aggressive brain cancer. Uh, is it geloblastoma? I have no idea, but geloblastoma. Okay. A blastoma is obviously a cancer, right? Bef- right, I before the yeah. age of 60. The Inquirer found dangerous forever chemical- chemicals in the turf, which was produced by Monsanto. That's oh. not a guy, that's a company. No, the company Monsanto, right. Uh, the team used the turf from 1977 to 2001 before switching to a surface called Next Turf. In 1982, the team sold pieces of it in sealed four-by-four-inch bags. The Inquirer purchased four of those on eBay following West's death in 2022 at age 57. 
Samples analyzed by two separate labs found 16 types of dangerous chemicals in the turf. They are referenced to as forever chemicals because they don't break down and can last in the human body for years. Oh, wow. These chemicals have been connected to kidney and testicular cancer, among other maladies, and the brain cancer rate among the 532 Phillies who played at Veterans Stadium from 1971 to 2003 is around triple the average rate of adult men. Oh, my gosh. Triple the rate of what's normal? I would assume that they certainly were not the only Major League Baseball team to use this brand of turf. Right. You know, sure. I, I don't know if other sure. teams now, I, I mean, I would. I would be doing research and maybe well, reaching out to see, hey, what do our cancer numbers look like when it comes to former players? And by the way, this is where it takes strong and smart leadership from Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball should be out in front. Now that this is out there, or if, if they knew about this ahead of time and didn't, shame on them, didn't do anything about it. But you need to now try to make this right and go get an independent research company, an independent investigative law firm, whatever you need. Yeah, it's nice that the newspaper did this, yes, but now you yes. have to really go hire experts. Major League Baseball needs to say, we're going to do all the all the investigations we can, and we're going to make this as independent as possible. We're going to work with the people who broke this story to say, who would you like us to work with to be transparent here? We'll let you guys see the process. You can report on it. Whatever you need to do, but make sure people know this is not Major League Baseball trying to cover this up. You need to go back and see what other entities use this and then you need to figure it out and if anybody if there is a trend that continues with this that you find you need to do like uh, the nfl did and you need to say yeah concussion and i believe by the way didn't some of that come from lawsuits yes okay yeah so if major league baseball has any ethics unlike what the nfl did they should get out of front and say and we will do whatever we have to do to make this right i'm not i'm not holding my breath for that because major league baseball you know Probably will have reasons they don't want to do that. Lawyers that will tell them not to, but they should do the right thing and go see what other teams had the same turf and then determine if there are anybody working there that had the same. If they see this widespread, they've got to do something about it. It is Wild Card Wednesday. We have a short show today, too. We're out of here at 530 because Buckeye basketball takes over at 530. Buckeyes and Wisconsin in the Big Ten tournament. Catch all the action right here on the fan. Give me a couple more wild cards. Uh, let's see. I've got Schwingmaster who says, would you rather drive the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile or the Planters Peanut Nutmobile? I can't place the Nutmobile. It looks like a big, it looks like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it looks like the Wienermobile, except it's got dimples and it looks like a peanut. What about the Pope Mobile? Can I drive that? Well, you'd have to be the Pope. Are you Why? wanting to be? I mean, isn't he that doesn't who, drive it? Oh, you said drive it. Yeah. I thought you meant be in it. Okay, I mean, right. the Pope is like honking the horn, no. like get out of my way. No, I know he's in it, and it's yeah. I uh, well, what would you drive? I would drive the. I give me that nut. I yeah, want to be. I want to be the Planters Mobile. You yeah. probably do some good drag racing in the nut. Yeah, I'd be with that. Uh, let's see. We've got unknown stuntman who says khaki pants to an adult entertainment club. Yay or nay? Nay. Nay. <laughs> nay. nay. <laughs> Uh, Urban's Lil Myers says, if you guys were chosen to make a time capsule for Columbus and it was not to be open for a hundred years, what would you put in it and why? Hmm. And what, and, and then he, well, he said on a serious note, what would you put in it and why? And on a fun note, what would you put in it and why? And right. Like I think on the fun note, we could have a lot of fun with it because we could just put in all well, kinds of various time tachkis. capsule. First of all, it should be fun. All right. No, I'm not saying I know, it has to be but, ridiculous, but it can be fun. I'm yeah. going to put the most meaningful things from the city. 
in terms of, you know, the history of the city, the pop culture of the city. Sure. So I'm going to put Dave Kaler's teeth. But that's, wouldn't you want people to know what was going on now? Like a hundred years from now, wouldn't they want it something that's like current to say, this is what life was like in 2023 in Columbus. Okay. Like, I would put a CODA bus schedule that then has all the numbers crossed out because CODA never shows up at the time you think they will. I would put that. All right. Like, that's that's real. That's happening. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, that's a thing. Uh, Let's see. What else would I do? I don't, now I'm... I mean, video of me, obviously, on wall-to-wall sports, because that's well, a thing. of course. You got to put very eight, culturally relevant. Eight by ten of Yarmo <laughs> in there. Yes. Because he will still be the GM of yes. the Blue Jackets in a hundred years, even though they haven't won another playoff. Well, we series. just put a note that says, "Did they build the statue yet?" Because we know they're going to. Because he's so great. I require more thought on this. All right, well, think about it. All we right. got one more segment. We got one more segment. We have back page coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon, and acting to watch out for on East Main Street at South Grant, Grant Avenue. Please be careful in that area. And some ramp restrictions and overturned vehicle blocking the right lane of the 71 northbound ramp to westbound 670. Still working to get that cleaned up. Keep an eye out for emergency crews on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Reset your rest at Mattress Firm's big spring sale. Shop top brands today and save up to $700, plus get a free adjustable base with select purchases. Time to score big savings on your dream bed. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Buckeye basketball coverage is coming up at 5.30. It's Buckeye Hoops against Wisconsin in the Big Ten Tournament. Timmy Hall will be your host for Buckeye basketball coverage. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Man and bone. What's happening today, Timmy? You think they're going to win today? I do. I think they'll go out and get this one beyond that. I mean, Wisconsin needs this now. They're playing for their lives. Really do, man. They they really do. I, I understand that. They're a tournament bubble team. The interesting thing that I just looked up about them... They have not won back-to-back games since early January when they knocked off Western Michigan and then Minnesota, which we know is a really bad team, even though they did beat us at the Schottenstein Center. I find that wild for a team that's 9-11, and 17-13. They had a, their good stretch of the season before that, so late December, yeah. so it's been a while. They beat Marquette on the road, holds up as a really good win. That's got them on the NCAA tournament bubble line right now, beating Marquette on the road, who's number six in the country right now. They beat Iowa on the road and Maryland in that stretch too. So look, if they can find a way to to keep Bruce Thornton, Bryce Sensabaugh hitting some shots, Justice Suing keep doing what he's doing, if they can get some shots from the outside from a guy like Sean McNeil, neutralize their big guys who are up and down this year, Tyler Wall and Steven Crowell, they got a shot in this one today. Buckeyes are thinking of the favorite. They are, yeah. yeah. What do you think of that ESPN prediction machine? That's too got long a, of a conversation to have right now. Sixty-one percent. Take it to it's the bank. Been great all year. <laughs> if yeah. the Buckeyes win tonight, they will play Iowa tomorrow at two thirty. That of course impacts our show. But mm. if that were to happen, Bone and I would pop on and say hi at like five thirty. That's right, and then that's it. 
we do have a prize to give away on today's Wild Card Wednesday. A $50 Popeye's gift card. Come Ooh. out to their new location at 9980 Johnstown Road in New Albany. Bone, would you like to pick yeah, I'm a gonna Wild give, Card? I'm going to give one to uh, Micah, who tweeted us and said, What is the one story your family feels obliged to tell every time you're around, usually embarrassing or stupid and worn out by now? Mine was when I was three and ran across the room and my diaper fell off <laughs> like I had anything to do with that. Well, that's right. I mean, you're three. It's not your fault your diaper fell off. It'd be whoever's job it is to change the diaper or now, put it on right. Now, if he was 10, that would be even more embarrassing of a story. Well, true enough. I have one of those that used to be. It doesn't happen anymore because it's been so long ago. But there was one that for years my parents would tell. And I actually remember doing this, sadly. I was, we were going for T-ball. It's like I'd signed up for T-ball and we did a little draft thing and I went to that. My dad was coaching the team. And so we go to a store afterwards and dad's like, I got to get you something, son, because you're playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm the oldest kid. I don't you know about older the brothers. cup sizes, huh? Right. And so we go in and we're in the store and my parents are very, you know, very, very conservative. They don't like to, they're very quiet people. They don't like to just talk loudly in a store like to get in get out and so of course i'm a five or six year old i'm like what's that what are we buying and they're like we'll tell you in the car we'll tell you in the car don't worry about it we get in the car my brother's three three or four and we're in the back seat and my parents have forgotten to tell me what this is so i just as a kid i get in the bag i see this thing and i had been working out in my head what is this and it looked like something i was like you put it over your face <laughs> and so i opened the package I slipped this thing like a welder's mask well, over my face. Brand new. You didn't it have was that brand problem. new. Yes. <laughs> so I had just like a welder's mask. No, I remember this because I had watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, and there's a part in that where Rick Moranis is like got a welder's mask or something on. And then he's talking to someone and then he like turns and flips the mask down and it just pops down over his face. That's what I was trying to do with this thing. So I'm sitting in the back seat just flopping this thing around on my head. My parents said they were in the front seat, not paying attention. They look over. The car behind us has a teenager sitting in the driver's seat who is crying, laughing and looking over at our car and laughing. And then they hear my little brother laughing, Derek. And I, they turn back and see me just with the cup on my face, flopping it around. So, so did they find this funny or was your mother? No, then they were like, oh, 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 no, 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 that's funny. Of course it's funny. They did find it funny, but they also were like, please <laughs> knock that off. You're embarrassing yourself. You don't have to do well, that. It's it either is a cup or it could be a nose protector for Sean Bradley. You know, an NBA seven footer. Oh, there you go. It's, guys yeah, like I see that. what you're saying. George Murison. He might have had a bigger nose. You're saying that those guys are well endowed facially. With giant noses. Big nose. Giant noses. (laughs) Might even be too small for those noses. There you go. Thanks, Timmy. You're welcome. Thanks for contributing. So that person gets a prize? Who was that? Uh, That was uh, Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde. Congratulations to Micah Hyde. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Jorge Cantu. There you go. Jorge. Uh, so there's a new movie coming out, Mike, that I, I think looks very interesting. Owen Wilson has been uh, cast as the lead in this movie. The lead uh, character's name is Carl Nargle. He's a Vermont-based PBS painting instructor uh. who is uh, very successful and a lot of people like him. 
if you watch the preview, you very quickly realize they are trying to make Bob Ross without saying Bob Ross. Yeah, yeah. It's not biographical on Bob Ross, but there's clearly inspiration there. But here's the here's where it turns. He hunts vampires. Well, he's apparently not as nice of a human as Bob Ross. He's a little egotistical. And on top of all that, in the movie, a new painting sensation comes to the local Vermont town, starts doing her paintings and suddenly Carl Nargle is relegated to the back seat and not nearly as important and so then he tries to get his audience back and hilarity ensues anyway it's called paint if you want to look it up it looks pretty funny ah. that's a new one coming out from Owen Wilson I'm looking forward to and how about this Mike just for you for Lent mm. Hershey's unveils plant-based Reese's peanut butter cups so if you can't eat dairy now you have an option Apparently, because, of course, most Hershey's chocolate contains milk chocolate, they now have a way of doing that with plant-based peanut butter cups and also plant-based extra creamy peanut butter with almonds and sea salt. Anyway, they're working on trying to give you new options for the chocolate that you love without all the uh, dairy products. I never understood. Like, there's, I'm sure in some circles people are reading that and yelling about it today and saying, Can you believe this? We got lizard people running the country, giving us plant-based Reese's product. I'm not going to eat it, but if you're inclined, enjoy. Right. As long as you don't take that and replace it with the regular, I got no problem. They're all gone. Regular's out now. Yeah, I don't think so. Gone. Burned. And and we talk about like gone thin Oreos. (laughs) When you talk about that, that's something where you're just saying there's no noticeable difference other than it's thinner. Well, right. It's There's not no like a formula change. It's not like if they said these are vegan. Well, no, I think Oreos actually are vegan. I, I have no idea. I Whatever. want to try. I, I want to see how good they can make oh, it. Oh, I'd give it a shot. I'd, I'd try it I'd once. try one. Yeah. All right. Buckeye basketball coverage. Buckeyes and Wisconsin coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Maybe 3 o'clock, maybe 5.30. Who the hell knows? Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of accidents to watch out for. You'll find a crash blocking the right lane of Frank Road westbound before I-71. There is a wrecker on scene, but traffic is bumper to bumper in that area. And more heavy backups on Cleveland Avenue, south of Ferris Road. An accident there as well. Emergency crews on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Reset your rest in Mattress Firm's big spring sale. Shop top brands today and save up to $700, plus get a free adjustable base with select purchases. Time to score big on savings with your dream bed. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Fan.com. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Rip off your sweats and join the layup line. It's time for Ohio. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.